0: Hey, it's day 19, March the 15th, and this is The Daily Pause. This is a podcast dedicated to waiting on God, and here we are again. And I'm here with my good friend and colleague, Cliff Emery. How you doing, Cliff? Doing good. Good. It's one of the best things that uh, we've ever experienced That Ammon is having Cliff and Marilyn with us. He's going to be reading for us and praying for us in a few moments, but we're going to begin this morning with a, a moment of quiet before the Lord, before we jump into the reading and the meditation and some prayers and conversation. We ask God just to come into this moment and quiet our hearts and say, Holy Spirit, speak. Holy Spirit, have your way in our hearts. So let's just begin with just a moment of pause, begin now.
1: This is Day 19, the title is Poor, and the scripture is He has anointed me to bring good news to the poor, and that's found in Luke chapter 4 and verse 18. Well, the word poor appears many times in the Bible. Throughout the Old Testament, the poor have a special place in God's heart. In the Psalm, God rescues the poor, He defends the poor, and hears their cry. Not surprisingly, Jesus places sharing the good news with the poor at the top of his priorities for ministry. The devastating suffering of poverty causes God to weep. And sharing God's grief means we act in whatever ways we can to bridge the gap between the rich and the poor. In this way, we can embody Jesus' good news for the poor. Well, Lent challenges us to examine how we relate to those who are impoverished. We can ask ourselves, Who do I know personally who suffers from poverty? And what can I learn from the poor? And how is God calling me to help in efforts aimed at alleviating poverty? Questions like these lead us into a greater faithfulness to God, whose heart is always turned
0: toward the poor. Thanks, Cliff. When you were growing up, back in the dark ages, right? Is that when it was? That was, yes. <laughs> <laughs> when you were ago. growing up, w- would you have considered yourself poor? H- how would you have seen your upbringing? I don't remember uh,
1: thinking of myself as poor, but uh, it seemed like that uh, a dollar was uh, a lot of money. Hmm. And uh, when you think back on that what a dollar's worth today that's that's just amazing that yeah. uh, and uh, even getting a, a a piece of chewing gum was was a a blessing
0: although my folks didn't let us chew bubble gum because it <laughs> rotted our teeth you know so, i uh, grew up in the house of uh, four boys and then my brother came along mm-hmm. so five of us it was a three-bedroom house rental my parents rented and uh, I, I, uh, I always had a roommate. I mean, I never had my own room. I think about my kids that had their own room and how cool that was. They were able to have that. But my whole life, I've never not had a roommate. Uh, all through growing up, then I went to college, I had roommates. And then I got married out of college and had another roommate, uh, best one of all. Mm-hmm. But uh, when we think about poorness in our culture, we tend to think of people who have less but really the poverty that is being spoken of here is that people who literally have nothing. You've traveled a fair amount, you have been overseas. How do you see poverty in the world uh and how do you how has it touched your heart over your lifetime?
1: Well, uh one of the my experiences with the poor was been in Liberia and seeing how those people had to spend every moment of their uh of daylight wondering or, or securing their next meal, yeah. and uh,
0: that's w- true for much of the world. Yeah, you think yeah. about these places, uh, we've even had the privilege of helping with resources to build a well, and how the women sometimes will be the ones to go and secure clean they, water, or at least water, for the day, yeah. because, and I just think about that, like the whole existence is just to do the things that we take for granted, yeah. being able to go get something for lunch, and so how how do you as a as a shepherd of God's flock as a follower of Jesus these many years how do you reconcile that when it comes to the what seems to be the overwhelming need across the world certainly America is a different place we always talk about the fact that we're in the top 5% of the wage earners regardless of our income here you know if you make 20,000 or 200,000 we're in the top 5%. How how do you respond to that as a believer? What's what's your I remember that uh, back to one of the
1: original things we talked about. My dad was a barber when I was growing up, and he got a dollar for a haircut. Now I see downtown is $25 sometimes. <laughs> or more, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, as a pastor, I guess, uh, or being a Bible college trained and all, the scripture is always there. Jesus said, The poor you will always have with you. Mm-hmm. And so I guess I realize that we can't help everybody. Mm-hmm. And so basically what we have to do is help those that we can. Mm-hmm. And that's just uh, really what the scripture's about here is uh, that everybody needs to do their part and uh, maybe the job will get done, but we can't do it all.
0: Yeah. I think that's part of that verse in Ephesians 4 where each part does its work, I think that's really the call. What is my part? I can't maybe affect global hunger, but I can affect, you know, giving ten bucks a month to to Convoy of Hope so they can feed. That last month they fed five hundred thousand kids across the world, and I can be a part of that. And I can also be a part of helping a, a neighbor kid or giving resources to our Churchill High School you know, snack bin that we help kids who are not having enough food. There's ways for us to help. So maybe you could just pray for us, Cliff, that the Lord will uh, touch our hearts to be aware of the fact that we must have a heart for the poor and we must participate in the ways that we can. Would you pray over us?
1: Lord, we just thank you for the opportunities that we have every day to, to, uh, to be a help to people who are less fortunate than we are. And so we pray for our church that each one of us would uh, would feel the burden to do that, that we'd be more aware of those, even as we see them out on the street homeless. Uh, we can't help all of them, but perhaps the Lord will lay it on our heart to help uh, one or two or even uh, pay for someone's groceries as we go through the line and see that there's a, a need there. So, Lord, we just ask you to, to uh, help us as we endeavor to uh, help those who less, are less fortunate than we as a church here at Willamette. Amen. Amen.
0: Well, read that daily practice for us.
1: As a practical expression of your desire to share God's heart for the poor, make a small donation today to a non-governmental organization that works alongside the economically poor. Yeah.
0: And again, I'll mention, if you want to do that, uh, go to convoyofhope.org. Uh, you can give through Willamette. Uh, we love Convoy. They're doing amazing work. And uh, the gospel's being spread because of their work. So thank you, Cliff. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Let's let our hearts be tender towards Jesus. May you have a great day today. Until next time, bye-bye.